And I'll Good morning. Peace. Welcome to Convo Houston Live with RE and Chosen, special guest FD Sparkman. All right. Good. All right. Morning. 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 Okay, so today's topic we're going to discuss community. <laughs> Somebody's being back. Community and the differences of, differences of then and now. Um, but before we get into more grave detail of today's topic, we're going to have Chosen give us a recap of last week's show, Surf Serving and Judgmental People. All right, what's good, y'all? Uh, like she said, I'm going to give y'all a little recap real quick. <laughs> Surf Serving and Judgmental People. If you missed last week, uh, you know, we talked about, you know, um, it was two different sides of it. You know, I came from the side of like, you know, self-serving as far as like not depending on people and then self-serving or what RE's point of view of self-serving was, you know, hanging around people or being around people to serve, to cater to your agenda. You know, basically once you need them, you know, once you get what you need, you don't need them anymore. Stuff like that. That's pretty much what the self-serving uh, part came from. And then we got on the judgmental people, how, you know, uh, you know, judging people when you got, stuff going on and you know in yourself too you know when you judge and you you know judge point one finger and you got 50 million point back, back at you you know so <laughs> we was basically going from there that's pretty much what last week was about if you did not catch it you can always catch it on our youtube channel and um as well as all the other previous uh conversations that we've had here on coffee and convo houston Okay, so let's go ahead and get into community. Let's now we let's do that. Now we all we, we the three of us agreed that Coffee and Convo Houston came from just uh, sitting up talking up talking about regular topics, things that we felt other people may have an interest in sharing and needed to hear some things, you know, to help them grow and uh, get on this journey of life with a better outlook. So that brings us to. to our today's topic community that and we're going to touch on the pandemic because I don't know if y'all are aware this pandemic has a allowed a lot of people a lot of individuals to start their own um businesses yes, catering to their community your your uh, yes, video is upside there you go um so it it, it it's not going to say forced, but it opened a, a pathway for them to build their own company by catering to those in their community. Okay. Um, with that, I wanted to bring up the, the differences of communities back in the day when our parents and grandparents was growing and the communities now. So back in the day, there were people, you know, when you moved into a house or an apartment, your neighbors would come over and bring a dish introduce themselves, uh, looked out for your children if they saw them out there acting bad and everything. You know, like Frederick has mentioned before, it takes a village to help raise children. And the difference now, when you move into an apartment, uh, your neighbors pretty much could care less who you are. Even in moving into a house, your neighbors could pretty much care less who you are. You don't have anyone that'll run over and say, hey, you know, you need some help carrying that soap in? I got you. You know, you need, you need to borrow my lawnmower? I got you. You know, you don't have that these days. What what are um, what would you say drove the differences through the generations Trust. in the community? Trust, lack of. Correct. Back okay. in the day, you could leave your door open and nobody would mess with your stuff. I mean, now. They, everybody walk outside and you're looking at your neighbor cross-eyed. You don't know what's going on over there. <laughs> so, I mean, you can sit there and be sitting on your porch and all of a sudden the cops are breaking into the house down the street because it's a drug house. You just don't know. Hmm. So would you say that, that like I said, it's the, the growth of the generations, the distances between the generations that have caused that? You're in agreement? Yeah, you could say that, but you could also say that when you look at trust and you look at honor and you look at respect, all of those things go hand in hand. If you don't honor and respect, you don't trust. If you're not going to treat me with dignity and be honest with me, I'm not going to trust you. If I'm not going to trust you, I don't want to deal with you. 
but that would actually take a time for a person to get to know someone. I mean, this goes back to our show last week about being judgmental. True, but you could also look at the fact that back in the day, the assumption was that everybody was good. Now the assumption is everybody is evil and out to do something to you or take something from you. Self-serving and judgmental, okay. All right, so what would you, now let's go, Chosen, your perspective of it. I, I agree with what Frederick just said, but I also want to throw in that, I also want to throw in the F word, you know, fear. Fear, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> take because sometimes, because sometimes, you know, uh, y'all, y'all, you, you know where I usually go with stuff like that. Look at what you got out in the media now. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? You watch enough, you watch enough movies that have a lot of the truths of trusting people and, 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 and how people react. And then you look at a lot of the things that have changed in society today and you just, you know, you can generate, it can generate a certain amount of fear. Like how, for instance, uh, we go back to talking about how back in the day when, uh, you had, you had your neighborhood to, um, you, you, let's say you, let's say you worked. Yeah, well, that too. But let's say you had, let's say you had children and you worked, and your children were old enough to get off the bus and go to the house by mm -hmm. themselves. If those children came outside of that house, that neighbor across the street knew your knew your work number. They had people coming to the house when you weren't there. They knew your work number. They knew how to get in touch with you. And them children was probably <laughs> how they figured out or how they found out how how did mama and daddy know that. That, that, that Marcus came to the house yeah. after school. How did they know that we went to the store? And then it was like, you know, that's because that's because uh, you know, Mr. James or you know, Mr. Fred, uh, Miss Miss Fred and them, they they called their moms right. or whatever. Nowadays, you don't even know that. Nowadays, you are very apprehensive of even giving them the number now because you don't know what motives they have and stuff like that. You know, for uh, for you know, for for nowadays because. If you really look at it, like, you know, the paradigm and, and the way people are has just changed. Like, you know, people change and then people, the mindsets have changed through generations. So it can generate that fear to where it be like, man, you know what? I'm just going to stay to myself. I notice if I stay to myself, don't nothing ever happen. Back then, it was like, you know, back then, it, you know, it was more of a we got to have each other's back because of but the that time that it was. So you look back like the 60s, like you look back in the, the 50s up to the 70s, it was like all we had was us. No, it hasn't changed. But what has changed is, you know, you don't have to take, you know, we're not to in a point to where we got to take a lot of stuff that our people used to take back in the day. You had some that was like in, in leagues with you, but in the whole, it was us. Hey, if we don't look after each other, who will? Mm -hmm. And so nowadays, it's not so much as that. It's everybody out for themselves. And then it also, then that, then because if you get what you have and, you know, getting what you have and you grabbing all your nuts for the winter and, you know, you take that and then in comes that fear to saying, hey, I can't, I got to stay to myself because I don't want to give a chance for nobody to come in and take all my stuff, you know what I'm saying? Or to disrupt what it is that I got going on. So I go with fear. Okay, good morning, Rochelle. Thank you for joining Coffee hey, and Convo Houston. Good morning, Rochelle. Okay, so would you say that the rise in drug use, uh, the rise in uh, pedophiles that we were not aware of back in the day, that the rise of these numbers are playing a part into that fear? Mm, yes, mm -hmm. because nowadays when you have children, you can't, you know, we about maybe a year or two ago, you know, we were very, very apprehensive about letting even letting your children go in the driveway mm -hmm. they got a goal basketball goal or whatever back in the day you can just go out back in the day you be able to just go to the park you know we from houston man where i live you know we from houston we used to get up get out you know get on bikes yeah you know, by the time you know when moms was gone right, or whatever you go up there to go to go to dog go hit up dog's <laughs> park and uh, play basketball <laughs> and come back to the crib and now with all the stuff that's on the rise now it's like Oh man, these jokers brave. They come up here, they snatching your kids off the um off the porch, and they snatching them off your driveway, and they doing all different type of stuff. And then it would been it would have been better, but you know, like everybody want to stay to themselves, and it's like okay. you can't really blame them like that. But you can't blame them for that. But at the same time, that's not really building a healthy community. And I was just about you know. to say, with the community, if you had a strong number 
members in your community, people that looked out for each other, like back in the day, got to know each other as they did back in the day. Wouldn't that be a, a start towards the fight against all of this? That would. It would. It would definitely be the start to the fight of uh, building your communities back up. Um, but, you know. Uh, Which would take us into. The, it would. But look at all the division, like the division that's happened, you know, in, in I say like in the last in the last decade and a half, like you know, in the last decade and a half, man, you know, we got like you you're able to really see the, you know, able to see the division. And I mean, I'll, I'll even, I mean, to make it, you know, I'm not going to even say that, but you kind of get what I'm, you kind of get what I'm saying. Yeah. Like the division. Yeah. It's just the, the division that's okay. it harder. So Frederick, you, you and I were uh, on the verge of discussing the tearing down of people versus the edification of people. This takes a part of that on why communities are not as strong as they once were. Yeah, of course. I mean, right now, everybody's looking at the fact that, okay, you might have a little bit more than me here, or you might have less than me here, and you see a lot more jealousy and stuff like that. The absence of opportunity breeds that jealousy, whereas before, as a group and as a whole, I would say education outside of the schoolhouse was the biggest predominant factor in our community. Whereas you could go and you could sit on the old man's porch and they'll school you and tell you how things used to be and everything else. And the youngsters really wanted to know. Whereas now our youngsters are sitting at home. They're on their computers. They're uh, playing video games. They're doing everything they can to escape reality. And if you're doing everything you can to escape reality, then you don't know how to move through life. So that's why you get these children that go out, they leave the so-called community they go to work and they're totally and grossly underprepared for anything that life has to offer or take from them or give to them. What, what do you think the solutions would be? I mean, I clearly would say, you know, because fear, the, the, the fear is not of God. And I, I can honestly sit back and say that I would think, I would say that is one of the missing factors in why, in our communities, because back in the day, uh, people built their communities. Um, well, those that was building the, you know, community, looking out for you were very heavy in scripture, you know, and I would say True. that that would be one of the missing factors. True. But if you look at all of the old movies that tell you how things used to be, fear was a driving force that drove people into those churches because every time something happened, it was because this black child went out by himself alone. Uh, these people went out here by themselves. They were a small group. Back in the day, your neighbors were sitting right next to you in the church pews. You saw them at church. Y'all came home from church, probably have a little cookout between two or three families mm -hmm. because everybody pulled their resources together because we were all we had. Whereas now everything is about super individualism versus community of itself. But actually, you can't really have an individual without a strong community. Okay. So let's let's take out let's take out church because with the pandemic now, you know, there are a lot of things that we are not uh, capable of doing. So now we have a video calling and building. We can, people are trying to build a community with zoom with facebook you know they're trying to keep that that in touch that touch that personal factor going you know um so would you would you think you disagree why people are looking for distraction they're not looking to build communities they're not looking to build relationships okay. they're looking for distraction okay something to keep my mind involved because i'm locked in the house whereas back in the day when you you went to talk to somebody, it was because you needed to feel whole, a part of the group, because you liked that group. You liked what that group represented. You liked what that group had to say. You liked what that group was trying to do. Whereas right now, everybody's so scattered and there is no true discourse. Everybody's trying to put their best foot forward rather than reveal the truth 
and nobody's building each other up because when you look at the other person and the facade that they put on, you assume that they don't need no help. You assume that they don't need you. They don't need any advice from you. They don't need your companionship because that's the foot that they're putting forward. Hmm. Good morning, Melissa. Thank you. Welcome to Coffee and Convo. Thank you for joining. Uh, today we're talking about community and the differences between then and now. And what we're going to do is we've already established that fear is the growing factor as to one of the reasons why our communities are not as strong as they once were. Now, don't we, forget about trust. <laughs> yes, and lack, lack of trust. <laughs> <laughs> now, I want to go back to the tearing down of people because this, this goes into like what we discussed last week, um, self being self-serving and uh, judgmental of others. These are things that, that we I think we're all in agreement of on how, why people are tearing each other down. And, you mentioned before the show that it, it you can tear down a person quicker than you can build them up. Yes. Because, think about it like this. Back in the day, and even now when I speak to certain people because of the little small community that I'm in, I hear all these people talk, man, I've known him for 30 years. I've known him for 27 years. I've known this person for 15 years. Well, we all grew up together. We all mm -hmm. moved around together and we all rose together or we failed together. So whereas right now, everybody's a complete stranger because, you know, you got the children, everybody's on their whatever electronic device. They don't know each other. Uh, and then when they do see each other, you got everybody trying to establish a certain amount of dominance mm -hmm. rather than getting that friendship. You got everybody wants to be a leader. Nobody wants to be a follower and nobody wants any parts of a group unless they're in charge of it. Mm. So this, this puts, puts a hindrance on growing a community. Well, yeah, because everybody's vying for control. How are you going to have all these chiefs, no Indians? So everybody's trying to make everybody else into an Indian and it, cause everybody wants to be the truth. I mean, the chief. Well, if everybody wants to be the chief, then there's nobody to follow. And okay. the reason you have that is because we live in a society that is telling you that it's the best thing that you could possibly do is dominate other people so that you can have more. Mm. Chosen, what do you have to say? <laughs> I mean, he's totally right about that. I mean, um, you can't, you know, you have to have a balance. Uh, there are some that are meant to surpass others, you know, some that just, you know, some that everyone has, everyone has their edge or everyone has their needs. Mm -hmm. At one point in time, you have to be able to be that follower so you can learn. That's what instruction is for. That's why you have teachers. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, well, another thing about having that community is people not, people don't, you know, there's a lot of people nowadays that I don't want to say that they don't know their role or don't play their role, but they don't want to stay in the position to gain experience the way, the proper way that they're supposed to, to gain experience, to uh, be able to be what they're, uh, you know, to, you know, be able to be what it is that they're, that they're going to ultimately become. So it's like, you know, if you like, once again, I said this before, like you, you level mm -hmm. five, you want to get the you level five and you know at the end of this at level 10 you 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 get this and you can unlock this and you're this but if you take this part to where you can skip from levels six through if you're level five to skip skip level six through nine you and you get to level 10 how have you earned really how have you earned to get yeah. to level 10 when you didn't experience when you didn't experience right. what level six level seven level eight and level nine had to offer to get you to be able to prepare yourself for level 10. so you got a lot of people that's actually trying to have the cheat code to skip that line and that right there is also another factor that can help tear down your community because how can I put you in charge? How can I put you in, in charge or trust the fact that you did, trust the fact that you are who you say you are, what you want to be, if you didn't really necessarily gain the, the experience through the levels that you, that were required for you to uh, get to that level. Mm. 
So okay. that hurts a community as well. All right. Makes sense. I mean, all of this makes sense, you know. Now, um, what what would you suggest? Let's say, okay, so I know that there are some communities out there that have like a, a community watch group, neighborhood watch group, things of that nature. <laughs> and I don't know all the, the details of a HOA and what they're responsible for, but are these, you know, type things an attempt to be, build a community? Okay, no, let me tell you something. Okay, go ahead. No, says, no, go ahead. These are all methods of control. Okay. Okay. I've said this before, and I'm going to take, and this is what I was going to get at. And I wasn't going to say it, mm -hmm. but I'm going to say it now. When I said, when let's go back to when I was telling you about the amount of division from the last uh, decade and a half. The presidential figures that we had were the uh, were, were part of the division of the people. So you had two sides. So if we can go back and say about uh, President uh, Obama's term, you had the hopefuls and you had the not in my uh, and, and you had the not in my house uh, sides. Okay. Then when you had the Trump administrations, you had the the you had the MAGA side and you had the Okay, let's let's see if we're gonna divide. You had the division for those people. Now, what I want to say about this is this is what this is the point I'm trying to make. Where in the history of having a president or having an elected official ever stop you from being able to say, in this neighborhood, we have a we have an amount of children that get out of school and they come home to people, they come home to homes where parents work. Who's to sit up and say where you needed a president to say, hey, uh, Frederick? We live in the same neighborhood, and I know that you get off at the same time that I get off. Hey, I'm thinking about um, getting like this, maybe this 15-passenger van, and I'm thinking about getting with every last one of these parents and getting them to sign this waiver to say, hey, we got these after-school activities to help these children with their homework. If you're not able to be there, we know you get off work early. We want to take the strain off because if I help build this community, then will be a better community for what it is we're trying to do. You did not need an elected official to tell you that. But we sit, but, but most people sit up and they're like, okay, what does the president say we're gonna do? What is this gonna do? We're waiting, a lot of people are waiting on these other people that they say, I put you in charge for this. But you, it's like Frederick said, it's the control. You know, people, some people wanna mm. be led and some people wanna be able to take the next step to say, hey, I'm gonna do this. And even still within that, there's a division. And we all know scripture says a house divided cannot stand. Right. So if you got so if you got like a whole you got half the people that sit up and say, I want to do this, then you got half the other people saying that nah, I don't think it's gonna work, then what you think gonna happen? So I just wanted to take that. The reason what it got the my trigger was what you just said was control. And 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 like those elected officials, your mayors, your governors, your presidents, you know, I use the president because it's the president is like one of those big um Oh, those nationwide, that's, that's a nationwide right. uh, thing. You know, when you get that election and everybody's watching that election, like, 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 you know, like, like they watch like a, you know, like a, uh, a predator watching a deer or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Well, they still up there watching and then whenever they figure out who's in there, it's like everybody gets behind that person and okay. thinking for that person's going to do for them. <laughs> thinking that that person's going to do for them what they need to be doing for themselves. Okay. Good morning. Bay Houston. Bay Houston says this there goes go. back to the last coffee and convo of admiration for others' growth, learning, etc. We have a malfunction going on with our detector here. I do apologize. It happens. It must be going off because they're hitting them truth bombs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know how it is. You know how it is when you get the hidden truth bars. But that's what I wanted to say, though. I mean, you, I mean, that opened up. That that was my opening right there, man. I was like, it's, okay. it's, it, that was really one of them things. That's like, if you just really look at it for what it is, the thing that the thing that really kills the community is that division, man. And, and people like Frederick said, like you know, tearing down people is easier than edifying people because it's like hey man if you got more than what i got i don't really like that you got some people that are like that you got some people that and, and, and some people just really don't think that oh this isn't my business you know and 
a lot of that right now to this day hurts a lot of communities because you could have in your neighborhood right now a domestic violence um thing that's, going on with one of your neighbors but if you that, you know and yeah, so like people hear it going on and then say okay well that's none of my business, of my and business. The, uh, the next response is well if, if she wanted out she would have left you know yeah, but they Those, don't know how hard it is and then another thing know. to that yeah then another thing to that is you know, there are certain things that people have seen when they try to, to uh, people have gotten hurt. Like that. They get hurt. That's okay. Yeah. Let me help you. And I get it. And I, you know, I, I go try to stop him and I get bludgeoned and I, you know, I might sustain some energy. I might sustain some, some injuries or whatever. I didn't sustain these in, 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 uh, injuries. I can't speak this morning. I just sustained <laughs> these in, injuries and, 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 and now they back together like what did i do all that for you know what i'm saying so it's like that'll make people take that whole stance like you know what forget it like he's <laughs> like you know what yeah all right we have another comment here rochelle says she's a, she agrees with frederick it's definitely a control thing groups like hoas are trying to maintain control of what their neighbors can do with their property it's used as a way to protect and keep their property values high, but it takes away the individual family's right to express themselves freely when it comes to their home. It's kind of like trying to make everyone follow their rules or suffer the consequences. So mm -hmm. you're paying your way for somebody to tell you how you can decorate your house, how high your grass, how low your grass need to be cut, and if there's any oil stains in your driveway, they need to be removed. So you're, you're paying for someone to control the way you live. No, no, no. Okay, explain it. You, 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 you're saying that, I mean, everything you said is absolutely true, but you got to look at the fact that most of these communities are formed by okay. these HOAs and these groups that the, the people that live in the community had no say-so in. They had absolutely mm. no say-so. So you move into this community under someone else's control. So you're basically being told what to do before you even get established. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's, oh, uh, I get that. It's most people. I think. I think. Like, let's say. Let's say you get. Let's say you get this mm -hmm. house, and, and and you get ready to sign, or you go over the house, and you do. You you don't do your research on what the requirements of HOA are, and you just get into that to that neighborhood just because you wanted to get into that neighborhood, and then they. And then now you have to now you read what the HOA requires and what it is, but it's not what you feel like. Uh, it's not what you feel is right. If you are if you if you didn't do your research on that, then you come you fall victim to you know you you know you could come to buy, into violation of what the HOA <laughs> says. So if you sit up and say yeah, so if you sit up and be like okay, well before I buy this house. Let me make sure that the HOA guidelines fall into the parameters or the uh, things that I feel that need to be followed. So it's almost like uh, it's almost like if I were to have roommate in my house or something like that, then I'd be like, OK, well, what you ain't going to do here is there's no smoking allowed. There's no loud music. There's no parties, no nothing like that. And if you if you fine with that, then. Okay, cool. Then everything's gonna go. Everything's gonna go according. But if you don't even do the research on that, and then you say, okay, let me sign up because the price is good, and I'll deal with the rest of it later, then you're gonna be like, you come in this bad boy smoking, and then I tell you something, and then you're like, well, I'm a smoker. Hey, well, didn't you understand what the terms were? You didn't. That's not my fault. That's your fault. So I think that what he says with the, you know, I agree with what Frederick said with the HOA is, man, it's like, look, there's a standard that this community is gonna have. And in order to be part of this community, this is this these are what we expect you to follow. So, 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 hey, it's not necessarily saying that they controlling exactly how you want to live. If you're looking for that, you have to look for that for that uh community that 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 is set up to the way you feel like you want to live. So the HOA is basically outlined the rules of the community. So yeah, like this, you might have some day community. Yeah, yeah. You might have some that like let's say you let's say let's say you don't let's say you don't celebrate let's say you don't mm -hmm. celebrate Christmas. But in that let's say you don't celebrate Christmas. But in that neighborhood, in that community, they have a requirement that they do the Christmas spirit that every year you gotta put up Christmas lights. Wow. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like you do your research there and you be like, this is and they have every right to sit up and say, well, 
we well, this community is a Disney themed community. Every house is gonna be like it's a small world. <laughs> so at one point of time, you have to have the song "It's a Small World" on loudspeaker. And if you that type of person, you're gonna be like, wait a minute. They were like, honey, look, there's a Disney themed community. I love it. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that's your cup of tea. Then you go right ahead and you live there. But if you're not finna sit up and you want to be a Grinch, then you will look for that community that's a, that 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 uh supports the Grinch living style. You know what I'm saying? You want to be a hermit, you go to those types of communities. And it's not saying that they controlling it. It's like, hey, just find the one that's familiar. Okay, so the well, neighborhood watch. Go ahead, Frederick. I disagree on a small part of that. All right, All right. Because you got to look at the fact that when people are looking around, I mean, I agree with everything you said, yeah. but like you yeah, said, the key it. word yeah. was research. Everybody don't research. Most people, when they go looking for a house, Oh, nice community. I love this house. This is going to be my house. And unfortunately for you, your house is in Battle Zone H. So you're sitting there and most people fall in love with the actual house itself and they don't research the community. Mm, interesting. Because nobody's looking for, nobody says we're going to move into a new community. Everybody mm. says we're going to go find a new wow. house. Right. Okay. So, so Leroy says it seems to Leroy says it seems to him that this is our society is moving into a prison systematic approach when it comes to living our daily lives. We must True. be alert and aware to what's going on and be ready to stand as one when it comes to our liberties and freedom. So if True. we're, this, this is why when you're looking for a house, you check for the communities or whether or not it's HOA, has an HOA, doesn't have an HOA for, for this type of reason. Um, for for your liberties and freedoms uh, this also goes to when you're looking into buying properties where they're saying it's um what's the word i'm looking for uh there is a specific word restricted restricted property and unrestricted property these are why this, yeah that's it right there the restrictions okay so that that's like uh so the hoa has a list of restrictions basically is what you're saying which were which is to de help develop their community and unrestricted properties pretty much as Leroy says has your freedom for your uh, liberties and your rights you know if you want to put a uh mobile home in your yard you can do that as to and possibly a hoa community you're unable to have a mobile home in your yard if you want your grass to grow 10 inches you can do that <laughs> yeah, so my HOAs be like, hey, you need to get right. some okay. the assumption that everywhere you go, the HOA is a, is new. What happens if you was there before, then they overrule mm -hmm. you, come into your area, set up an HOA, and then start telling you what to do? What happens? What then? Oh, that's yeah. a good question. So what then? Move, your only <laughs> option is to sell your property and move, right? Hey, hold up. Not necessarily. This is where, this is again where it takes that village. You pay mm -hmm. HOA dues. So mm -hmm. if you are able to sit up and say, hey, somebody in that community is going to have to say, hey, we don't like this. Let's get together and, 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 and take this to them. And that's the important, that's another importance of community. You know yeah. what I'm saying? If you just said the magic words. You just said the magic words. People, somebody's going to have to say, I ain't down with this. Get together with the rest of the people that say, I ain't down with ain't this down and with take a this. stand. The reason we don't, don't have a community is because no one takes a stand. Mm -hmm. Everybody's fine with everything. Are Everybody's you? cool with it. And what, they just don't want to make waves. That too. But if you, and if you ain't, and if you're not cool with it, it's um well you gotta take the good with the bad you know like I, I what I hate what I hate to okay even your workplace is a community yes. all right so let's say yeah <laughs> even your workplace is a community so when you get to the point to where your workplace is doing different things let's say let's say let's say the unfortunate happens we're in a pandemic let's say your workplace is dishing out thinking about taking a pay making you take a pay cut right uh -huh. and you taking a pay cut you know that's gonna hurt but then what most people sit up and say before they fight at least we should be at least we should be thankful we have somewhere to work that's that's no that's common. what they tell you when they're getting ready to dictate to you 
Yeah. <laughs> Good morning, Jarrell. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So you sit up and be like, you know, so you'll sit up and you'll be like, Well, yeah, you know, well, you're used to making a certain amount of money, but they cut your salary in half. And at the end of the day, then you you got some on the job that sit up and they uh you got some on the job that sit up and say, Well, we could be out on the street. We could be there. But then when you start thinking about it, if if you start thinking about why you taking that pay cut. You taking a pay cut because they the higher ups won't be able to get the Bentley at the end of the month. Is that correct? Is that right? <laughs> like you, you, like 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 you about to like you about to go through foreclosure to lose your crib. Which is more important, me losing my crib, but you not getting your Bentley at the end of the month. You mean you gotta wait another thirty days to get your Bentley, but you want to cut my pay because you don't because you can't get your Bentley. Jarrell says so. We'll see that goes back to what the stand we want to take. So that's what I'm saying. So that's why I mean that's the reason why I made that example because it was like because you know that's like a powerful thing because you know the community at your workplace is it it, it really affects your livelihood. Yeah. If you don't have no money coming in, then you don't have your your neighborhood will be on the street or some stuff like that. But what I'm saying is like you know that's like the hardest place. I ain't gonna say the hardest place, but it's a little more. It takes a little more uh, organization when you taking a stand in a corporation. Or at the workplace, oh. then it would just saying, okay, yeah, you know, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, you know, and then it would saying that, hey, we need to do this at the end of the day for these children. So it's like you get enough people together to say, hey, man, look, this right here, we don't believe this is right. Um, we need to have enough people come together so we can stop this from happening. I mean, it's the same thing. I'm just coming at it as a more dire, um, you know, using a more dire situation. On the head, <laughs> huh? What you say, Frederick? Actually, you just hit the nail on the head. Now think about it from this perspective. Yeah. Everybody's everybody working more hours than they ever work in their lives. Everything has been set up and established to drive you further and further. Most people spend less time at home, less time with their families, less time in their community. And the average person mm -hmm. is worn beat down and tired. They don't even have the energy to participate in any extracurricular activities, to worry about my neighbor. Well, my neighbor's the one that's making all that noise that keeps me up because I'm on night shift. So <laughs> I, I automatically can't stand them because I'm trying to sleep and him and his children are over here having camp outs right next to my window. Mm. <laughs> so <laughs> that's a driving force that's destroying all communities. And if you really think about it, that fear that you gain at work losing your job is the same fear you bring home so everything is mm -hmm. geared towards your potential earning potential that gears up your whole neighborhood that gears up your community at work and like chosen said the key factor is fear well and also education because if you look the movers and the shakers they're mm -hmm. educated and mm -hmm. they have a plan for the non-educated. Well, everybody should know their role, some people say. Well, the truth is, most people don't even research their role. I used to say that uh, you really don't know who you are or what you want to be until you hit 35. I don't know why that's the magic number, it just is. But at 35, people start waking up and start realizing, hey, this ain't the direction I want to be moving in. I want to do this, I want to accomplish that, I want to get this done. From one to, I'd say, 25, you're just trying to get out and get established because you want to get the hell away from your parents. <laughs> so, from 25 to 35, you're making a whole, whole bunch of mistakes and you're trying to figure out what works and what doesn't work for you. All right. Okay. And then you find. You have anybody that said anything? Uh, not since Jarrell. All right. Go ahead, Frederick. Take a hit. <laughs> no, 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 no. It ain't that. I just want to make sure we're not missing nothing. No. Well, what but we're you, doing is, yeah. Uh, he, we just, he wanted to make sure that I'm not missing any of the comments, and I'm catching the comments now. The different communities that we have out here, like we have, like I just said, we have some that's established with HOAs. We have some that are not. Now. We also have some that, for them, their community is the neighborhood center, the YMCA or the after school programs, or you know, those things are diminishing. And then they're with not the being diminishing, they're not diminishing. They're being systematically taken away. 
Okay. I, I was just about to say with the pandemic. <laughs> okay, like what about, about before the pandemic? There was still the same thing happening before the All pandemic. Right. I remember when I was growing up, we used to go be able to go to the park. They had lunches. Yeah. Uh, all the children got there. They had groups. You could do little things. Play, play ping pong. You go to the, everybody used to bounce from community center to community center. Mm -hmm. Because if your community center didn't have this, you go to the community center that had Right. That. And all the children together, and they go to the big old park with a huge uh, six or seven basketball goals, maybe 10 or 12. And you yeah. find a group fit in now. Well, now everything has been put to the point to where you cannot leave your home. There is nowhere to go when you leave your home. Okay, How so if I your was, community ends at your side, I was just. <laughs> How are you going to have a community if your community ends at the sidewalk? <laughs> I was just about to say, now, with this pandemic, what are some of the solutions? What type of solutions could we have to help build and, and strengthen our communities? I mean, it goes back to what I was telling you. It's taking initiative, man. Like, you just got to really, you know, look. It's almost like being in your crib, right? You go in your house, you know you got to go to the grocery stores. You look at your pantry and you see what you don't mm -hmm. have. And you make a list of what it is that I got to go over there and get. So, you know what I'm saying? It takes a group of people to look in your community to see what's missing. You know what I'm saying? We can sit up and say, um, you know, once again, you know, I, you know people that might have just came in, once again, like, hey, I see it's a lot of parents that's on, that's on my street or on my block that had these children. And so many of these children come in the house. They, they latchkey kids and got to stay mm -hmm. in the house and buy their silver until their moms come home or whatever. And you know, you saying well, if we got a lot of this going on, what are they doing? I want to make sure they are not getting into trouble. Want to make sure that they're getting this homework done. And if they're struggling in their homework, we can set up something to where they can have some after-school activity, or uh, you know, to keep them, you know, to keep you know to keep things going to better the community. Or you can have like, and, and if you notice, uh, or like back in the day, remember when somebody first moved in, like somebody baked them a pie or something. Or like I said, they used to the they would come over and welcome yeah. and introduce yeah. themselves, and you know, they that that doesn't occur these days. Yeah. So what it is is you know, back, it's I think goes back to it goes back to what fear. The first two tenets. The first thing is when you establish a community of trust, you overcome the fear. Well, okay. if there is no trust, you can't overcome the fear. That's right. If you can't right. overcome the fear, the division remains. Mm -hmm. hmm. So if you can establish trust, you don't have a community. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that's like these small communities, you know, these small communities, neighborhoods, uh, clubs, <laughs> like, you know, your little clubs yeah. and stuff in your groups. Um, like, even your internet groups, like your Facebook groups, talk communities and stuff like that, if you can continue to have like really good rapports with people that make these communities uh flourish, then they can, you know, that can that can that can spread a positive thing towards people. Like, you know, like uh, you know, you listen to uh Houston uh, or what is it, uh Sunday morning live and you start listening to something and stuff like that at the end of the at the end of the show he says, you know, a better me helps create a better you, and if a better right. you create a, that, then we can create a better us. You know what I'm saying? There's always going to be that division, but there's always going to be that division because there needs to be balance. But at the same time, you know what I'm saying? Why not contribute to the betterment? You know that 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 other part is always going to be there. But if you can contribute to the betterment, then you know. Also goes to what we were saying earlier uh, about before the show. Um, when I mentioned drama, some people are more into drama than they are into helping build each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it could be okay. It, I think too. Yeah, that's that's true. Because I think that um, one of the aspects. Uh, let me see how to say this. Okay, you married. All right. If I, what happened? Go ahead. Go ahead. I was about to right, say, if, yo, you go ahead and marinate okay. on that one. If okay, okay. <laughs> if I if. If there's no if there's no pending calamity, okay. something's wrong. If there's nothing that I gotta come from, something's wrong. Or if I'm always or if it's always happy, something's wrong. You know, some people look at it that way and they flock to their dramas, okay, it's like 
or they or if they flock to the dramas just to, to to try to see if they can get a dose of reality or some stuff like that because i'm like you and then some people you know some people like to have something to come from and if there's nothing to come from then they get bored and so they have to try to create that something to come from and it's bad because if you sit up and you try to create something to come from then what you come from, you really can't say that it was authentic. What you get out of it, you really can't say that that was authentic. So all you really well, pretty much did was just make okay. trouble. Yeah, but that's ahead, true Fred. for one reason. That's all true for one reason. The average person cannot stand, nor deal with, nor comprehend the fact that without peace, they got nothing to do. Nothing. And so, exactly. if, if you have the ability to be bored, it means one, you don't read, two, you don't reflect, three, you have no spiritual center. Mm. So, when you're a walking shell, all I gotta do is walk into your neighborhood and kick over your house. It's that easy because there is no foundation. Yeah, right. You just like the three little people. Your house is straw. And then you got <laughs> the guy that tries to do it with sticks. Well, he's trying to build up a foundation. He did a little bit of planning. He's fine. Until somebody comes along and decides to burn him out. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got the guy, the little pity with the bricks. Now he did some planning. He watched what happened to his other two brothers, and he's like, okay. I'm going to plan better. Mm -hmm. And there's no such thing as build back better. That's nonsense. <laughs> I mean, I hear that's going on with everybody. You can't build back better. You can only build up better. Okay. And the only way to build better is to start with the establish, to establish the foundation of trust. Once yeah. you are real people and you go and you express what it is you're trying to achieve. And if you have been a person of your word, a person of moral, moral character and in good standing, not based on what someone else says, but what everyone sees you do, then people will gravitate to you. Communities were started, built, and founded by strong people. What we have now is a bunch of twigs who have no water in them, <laughs> and they're easy fodder for the fire. <laughs> All right, let's hit our bullet points. We have, what, 12 minutes? Let's do some bullet points on communities and uh, resolutions as far as helping to strengthen our communities. Who wants to go first? I know y'all be so uh, eager for this part. I don't I want do. to end. <laughs> go ahead. I want to go first. All right, go right ahead. Go ahead, Frederick. Got it. it. It's it's no different than what I've seen around this small community that I'm living in right now. I mean, the other day we had a neighbor; they were gone, and I was sitting outside getting ready to stoke a fire to make a barbecue. And I was, this little guy came around, and he was popping off fireworks. And one of the neighbors was like, "Hey, man, don't be doing that around here. Go somewhere else." Okay, well, he scared the guy off. Well, the next thing you know we start seeing smoke in the in our neighbor's yard over there mm. and their trampoline is burning okay so somebody called the cops it was four of us we went over there knocked on the door nobody was home we opened up the gate went into that backyard used their water hose and put out the fire and then the cops came they took statements from us and everything and the neighbors came back and they were so grateful because we looked out for their property because I told them, hey, whatever happens to you happens to me. That's and I right. wasn't going to let you lose what you So you have to establish the fact that, hey, we can look at the fact that, okay, you don't want to be bothered with this. You don't want to be bothered with that. But let's start with the things that we have in common. Establish a rapport. Build trust on those areas. I don't want to lose what I have. You don't want to lose what you have. How can we come together and make Thank sure you that we don't have to agree on anything else other than the fact that we don't want to lose what we have. And if we can build a rapport and establish trust there, then that's a beginning. Everything else is baby steps. 
I like it. I like it. What do you have to say, Chosen? <laughs> uh, well, you know, I'm going to go back to what it was I said, like, as far as, like, when, you know, to piggyback off of what he said about having a rapport, you have, once again, man, like, you don't need a control or you don't need an elected official to tell you everything that you need to do. You didn't need, like, you know, you don't need uh, your president to tell you, hey, uh, after school, once you go looking, you know, once you get into your community and look at where you can build an after school uh, uh, function for these children, you don't need that. It's all about taking initiative. You take initiative and you go out and see, go outside and see what don't work. Think about how what you can do to make it work. You know what I'm saying? Getting into your community and and uh, and and you know taking a few steps because I guarantee you you're not the only one that thinks like you. You're not the only one that probably wants to do that. Some people just need that push and some people just need to see it. And you just, if you're an inspiration to others, then you don't know what you know mountains you can move. So that's pretty much all it is that I got to say about that. That's that's my whole point. Like you don't need to be told everything. I like it. I like it. Okay. So uh, in essence, community is not so much of that communities have, uh, okay, so they are, are different from back in the day. There are more restrictions now doing to the HOA building communities and um, let's say the fear that are in, that's instilled in people. Uh, mm -hmm. So I, I see all of that. And the only solution that we have there is to remember that your neighbor is an individual. It's a, he's a, he and she are an individual. Take some time, get to know them, build some trust to build a stronger community. That's what you're saying, right? Okay, so you you? Get rid of that fear. Did, yep. Just, <laughs> all right. So thank you for joining Coffee and Convo Houston. If you have any comments, we have eight minutes left. We can address your comments directly. If you have anything you want to say to towards the shows, uh, anything else to add on communities? This is the time to say it. If not, thank you for joining and enjoy your Sunday. Hope you got something out of today. Anybody else wanna ha have anything to say before we end? Nope? Uh, All right. Nah, I pretty much nah. it. Have a lovely Sunday. God bless. <laughs>